What's up, everybody? Just want to tell you how you can come support the show real quick. Just please get off of YouTube and come watch us over on Rockfin, rockfin.com forward slash Truezilla. You can find all the episodes for free, plus you can find an occasional bonus premium episode that is usually too extreme for YouTube. You know, we talk about all the stuff we can't talk about on, on YouTube. So anyway, mm. um, either do that or, God, are we doing it still? Are we doing Patreon? Okay, doing Patreon for, for now. I mean, for right now, I okay. mean, I, I'm kind of disgusted right. with them. But. Yep, so patreon.com forward slash Truezilla reluctantly. I think we need to go over Subscribestar. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have any input or advice, let us know. Yeah, but anyway, input, for sure. but in the meantime, regardless, go get yourself a Truezilla t-shirt, truezilla.org forward slash shirts, and uh, you'll be riding in style in the freaking uh, re-education camp. So anyway, guys, love you all. Enjoy the show. Boom. Everybody, welcome to another episode of True Zilla. My name is Scott, sitting here with my good friend Ed. You guys, I'm really sorry Megan couldn't make it again tonight, but that's all right. We're gonna we're gonna make it happen. So, you guys, tonight we're sitting down um, with some good friends of ours. Uh, again, we met them at uh, through the Freedom Cells, yep. um, and uh, I learned so much. I've learned so much from them already, and and I had no idea what gleaning was, what the process of gleaning was. And uh, so, anyway, you guys, without further ado, I want to introduce you to John and Amber from Alsea Valley Gleaners. Hello, John. Hello, Amber. Yeah, welcome, you guys. Awesome. So, can I guess just start right off? Let's uh, let's talk about like what it is you guys do at Alsea Valley Gleaners. What gleaning is like? What? Well, the basic idea is gleaning is based on biblical principles, um, where uh, in olden days, as it were, the uh, the masters of the fields or whatever were, were instructed to only harvest basically the, the the inside of the field and leave the corners for the peasants and so the peasants would come in and they would glean what was left and they'd come through and whatever they, they could pick up um it was kind of a an offering so to speak a tithe and so in a in a modern sense we have a nonprofit 501c3 charity called the alcee valley gleaners and what we do is we have uh, partnerships uh, with different uh, organizations in the community. Uh, we have a partnership with Limbit and Food Share, uh, where we get large amounts of food at cost or below cost, depending upon what sort of government subsidies are going on. And then we also pick up food from different grocery stores, um, you know, Safeway and Trader Joe's, places like that. And this is the food that they haven't sold soon enough, uh, sure. and they've got new shipments coming in, and it's not bad, they just have sure. to spend it on down the road. And so. Mm-hmm. Rather than going in the dumpster, we basically manage their waste stream and we take this perfectly good food and then we make sure that it gets into the hands of people who are in need in our community. Yeah. And then uh, the third, our third um, source of food is also, uh, of course, the farmers, you know, going back to how it used to be and, and farmers that have more than they can harvest or they have a certain area of their crop that they would consider to be substandard or not market because the apples have a spot or two on them. That we get to pick those apples. Wow, that's so that's perfect. Great. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things that I remember you describing to me was just the idea of how, uh, you know, you're like the third uh, rung in the ladder, right? So like all these, like it's the the food banks and then the soup kitchens or whatnot. Like, can you kind of explain that? And then how? I guess the real big striking thing that that uh, stood out to me was just how COVID has affected this. Yeah, certainly. So um, yeah, the 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 first kind of tier in the government agencies that where they feel like they need to support people is the people that are that have the most difficulty financing their own food sources. So the food banks are the the place where people go that have the federal income guidelines are, you know, at poverty level. 
And so they get all of the food that they need. They get as much as they can possibly handle, but they can't box anything them, themselves. So if we get large packages of like 40 pound packages of turkey or something like that, they can't reportion stuff. And a lot of those people won't be able to handle that much food. Sure. And so, um, but they get, you know, first pickings, I guess you could say, and yeah. what they want from Lynn Benton Food Share or from different governmental organizations. And then keep getting, kitchens get the second pick of whatever they want. And mm. then we get, you know, what's left, which is usually a lot. And they literally say, if, it, if we don't take it, it will go to the landfill. So we'll, we picked up, I don't know, maybe a month or two ago, nine tons of barbecue sauce that was organic. Oh, wow. Five, wow. Five, yeah, five gallons of like organic tomatoes, organic sugar, organic, all the ingredients are amazing and nobody else wanted it. Or we just did, uh, between the last six weeks and last week, we did 8,000 pounds of turkey. Mm -hmm. Wow, wow. Yeah, um, we've done probably maybe 10 to 12,000 pounds of mushroom, shiitake mushroom. Wow. Because, wow. because the, the um, <laughs> yeah, because the, the farm that makes shiitake mushrooms, they have the bags and they grow and you got to keep going because when the restaurants would take this food, they would have a source. But if yeah. they stop utilizing it, then they kind of go to waste. And the same thing with the turkey that was going to go to the the restaurants but they don't have the food source anymore but you can't stop you know having turkey farmers you know you can't you have to actually continue it and so now we have a lot more food than we can handle and so um we're 300 percent the the federal income guidelines for poverty mm. so most people actually qualify for the gleaners sure. but they usually deny being a gleaner because they don't want to be taking from the poor and they don't realize that we actually have too much food mm -hmm. and that they're actually hurting us by not stocking up their pantry because then when they are hungry they're going to look to us and that will take away what we could have processed or we need what we need help processing absolutely and, and how does that work now so you said people sign on and i know we've know a little bit of this for our listeners though when you sign on with a gleaner what what does that entail like you know so so if i want to become a part of the all sea gleaners and uh and get food from you what what does that look like do you want to talk to it or uh, well it's a membership organization sure. um uh, versus the food bank uh where, where they just say okay so you're from this county so We'll give you a box of food. It, and being a membership organization, uh, we ask two things. Uh, we ask that each family unit do 10 hours a month of volunteer service. Uh, that could be picking up food. It could be processing food. It could be stocking food. Uh, it could be cutting firewood, yeah. whatever it is that, that we need around the site. Um, and then the other thing that we ask, which is um, is a what we call a shared maintenance contribution. That's just language from the Oregon statutes uh, that basically means your monthly dues. Uh, for a family, it's a buck a day. Uh, for a couple, it's $20 a month. And then for a single, it's $10 a month. Uh, but seriously, a buck a day for as much food as your family mm -hmm. can eat, it's totally worth it. And frankly, I don't really believe somebody. It's hard to believe somebody when they say, I don't have a dollar to get yeah. 500 yeah. pounds worth of food. Yeah, yeah, that's so, literally that's literally it. Like I've shown up to help you guys out once. Admittedly, I'd like to get out there more often, you know, but for sure, um, you know, I left with literally a car full 
of stuff. You know, it's just insane. And and that's it, it's and the warehouse is just stocked full. I mean, it's absolutely just phenomenal what you guys have going on. So I'll I'll uh, address next. So you know, we met you guys in Freedom Cells, and uh, I mean, quite a blessing I will say to have met you guys. Mm -hmm. um, certainly, just you guys to me, it was like someone who's down the line a lot farther than someone like myself is, you know, oh, yeah. like, like when COVID hit, I'm looking at like, okay, I need to learn, learn how to grow food. I need to, you know, like the, the world is changing faster than I can even keep up with right now. Now, did you guys have any inkling when you guys got into the gleaners? Did you, did you see the direction the world was going or it was, or is this, this oh, just, my. yeah. <laughs> For me personally, I feel like I've been preparing, um, almost my entire life. Yeah. I feel like when I was a child, I used to see pickle jars and think, this is being wasted. This is going into the landfill. Yeah. Why? It's perfectly fine. I don't understand. It, just, it actually made me really sad. I felt like I was almost the Native American in me yes. or the, the, you know, just the type of person I am. I think I was a gleaner from birth. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, I didn't think that, any of this stuff should be wasted. I mean, and so without becoming like a pack rat or somebody who is a hoarder or something like that, I started to take the stuff that I would get and then find people who needed it and that could use it. So yeah. I was like somebody who redistributed a lot of stuff. And so, so in 2012, there's a Mayan shift in consciousness where it's like the fifth tier of understanding or awareness. And I think that we hit that, but it didn't necessarily cause like the natural disasters that I was expecting. But we started preparing for that probably five years or six years before. And um, so now we've experienced a lot more uh, failures sure. and being able to figure out how to correct those failures. And so in a lot of ways, we are a lot further ahead. But we also really want to share it with people and we need mm -hmm. them to start running because we almost feel as though we're people are so far behind yeah. us that sure. they need to wake up because yeah. a lot of times I think I think, OK, people think they're awake because they know about the pandemic or they know about the experimental treatments. They know about the gene therapy. They, they feel like they can just talk all day on on Telegram or they can try to keep waking people up that are taking the shot or something and it's too late or, yeah. or they're going to save the government or, or whatever it's just <laughs> in my yeah. literally too late we if you cannot live off the land by yourself or you know not by yourself literally only you but living off the land trying to figure out how to do your own food how to preserve your own food how to live in community how to get fuel or make fuel or solar or hydro or how you're going to trade with different villages and communities and different things like that until we actually figure that out and we have community really big yeah. communities yeah. then people need to run yeah. run really yeah. fast yeah and, and it's it's one thing to realize that you're behind it's quite another to not be willing to team up with other people mm -hmm. sure you know that we we are opening ourselves up and saying come do the things with us we are happy to teach mm -hmm. people yeah. and we're happy to join with people and if, if someone thinks that they're going to figure it out by watching a few prepper videos and then they're going to go buy some beans, it's, it's not going to work. That's how we started 10 years ago. Yeah. And the number of mistakes that we made mm -hmm. and the food that we lost because we just didn't know because we didn't watch the right video or whatever, it, it's 
I mean, thousands and thousands of pounds of, of rice and wheat and corn and all these different, you know, staple foods that if you make that mistake now, you might not make it to the next harvest. Yeah. yeah. And so we want people to team up with us or someone who is doing what we're doing and get the experience and leapfrog past all the mistakes. Yeah. Just move yeah. faster. You've got to move fast. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the world around us is certainly moving fast in the wrong direction. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm agreeing with you 100%. And I, but I'm the one who hasn't made it out there yet. I got to get it out there mm -hmm. for sure. I've mm -hmm. said it many times, but uh, I got to bring my kids, man. I, I think my kids would have a great time too. And, it's a lot and of they fun. need to learn. I mean, the kids are the, are the answer, right? Like hopefully we can uh, you know, salvage enough of what's going on, but it's really going to be the kids that are going to be left with this world, right? And, and <laughs> the resistance really, right? The world outside of the, the smart cities. So, um, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. The yeah. smart cities. Um, I actually went to school at OSU and mm -hmm. got two master's degrees. The first one was in GIS that I was like learning how to map and how to utilize the remote sensing and all of the satellites that are going over our head and, and remote sensing everything that we're doing, including what's under our feet and in our houses and and everything that they can track is just insane. My first degree started off with a GIS certificate, mm -hmm. trying to do the remote sensing and stuff. And then I moved into natural resource management and I got a master's degree in that. And I was thinking that all of these slash piles, what are they doing with those slash piles? Like, why are they burning them and creating carbon when that's what they're saying is we got to <laughs> stop you know, creating carbon? I'm like, isn't that exactly one of the main sources of carbon? They keep blaming it on us, but you know, yeah. the cars and stuff like that mm -hmm. and the people's, you know, exhaust from their breath or whatever. But, <laughs> but really, it's like, stop burning these huge piles of biomass, you know, yeah. so... I started researching uh, carbon sequestration and then started getting into um, agroforestry and mound cropping and using soil so that degrades with the big, big piles. And then started getting into my second uh, master's degree, which is in, in um, interdisciplinary studies, which is education, anthropology, and ocean, earth, and atmospheric sciences. But the anthropology really taught me how people need to be able to work together in community. But then, you know, how to actually take the knowledge from the past and bring it forward. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. I mean, it's so key and so key. And you guys, you guys have uh, big plans moving forward to like create some community. Are we OK to talk about that in this? Sure. Yeah, sure. Well, let's, let's hear you guys. You guys, there's a big chunk of land you're looking at right now. So um, when we first moved to the area, it's, I guess, almost eight years ago, um, we very quickly met folks who introduced us to other folks, and we uh, we met some people who uh, have a 270-acre parcel of land that when we first saw that it advertised, it said 2.7, and we thought, eh, who wants 2.7 acres on the corner next to the highway? Uh, but yeah, 270 acres that we found out um, ended up getting sold to somebody else, and then when they didn't succeed in paying the note, it went back to the original owners, and we've continued communicating with them through the sure. years. And we're finally getting to the point where we think that we're going to be able to purchase this land. Um, we've got some some other properties that we're expecting to sell. Sure. sure. And so our, our hope is to create community there yeah, yeah. And, and create kind of a, a, a sanctuary, so to speak, where those of us who are free thinking and yes. are willing to actually do the things and, and work hard and create something can come together away from the nonsense that's going on, away from the tyranny. Yeah. And yeah. You know, and not everybody 
has the option to run away to wherever and they, they need to be in Oregon. And so that this can serve as, as a lifeboat of sorts uh, where those people, us included, can, can go. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, that's the dream, I would say, you know, to be able to escape. But uh, man, and, and I like how you guys were talking about, too, like having like a network of land, too. Like, um, you want to talk about that a little bit? And just like how you have different locations spread out throughout the. Yeah. So this property, I mean, when we first started looking at it, it was way outside of our price range and it just keeps dropping. And I think that that just means that we're supposed to we were the ones that were supposed to get it. Yeah. And so literally, um, what was it, seven years ago, another couple, because we knew the family, we could have bought it from them, you know, right from the very beginning, but we thought we didn't want 2.7 acres, so we didn't even ask them. So literally the the energy was we were supposed to get this land. Yeah. So another John and Amber bought it. Wow. Another, <laughs> another John and Amber bought it. They foreclosed on it. So now we only have three years left to make five homes on it. Sure. Okay. So we need a lot of people to do that. But we understand that there are some people that do want to leave Oregon, that don't um, want to stay here. But the land that we're under contract now and is going to close soon, um, we are expecting to also go and get land in Missouri. Yeah. So what we want to do is be able to coordinate with multiple other organizations that have large tracts of land that believe similar to us and be able to go up to Idaho if we need to, go over to South Dakota if we need to, go down to Missouri if we need to, go over to Florida and literally have sanctuary large tracts of land that people can work. Say, hey, you know what? I want to go work in Florida for a little while. Hey, let's just take you know two months and go to that location and we're going to work our butt off and help them with their farming or trade ideas or knowledge, experience and all that. And then just keep having different places for all of us to be able to go, you know, and survive together through this. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, man. Awesome. 100% agree. Um, so I know we've got listeners all over the world. Um, and so regardless of where they're at, you know, if you guys are in Oregon, please, um, look us up, look up the Aussie Valley Gleaners, but, um, people, other, other parts of the country, other parts of the world, like, let's say, this is their wake up call, this conversation that we're having right now. And they're like, they're the back of their mind, you know, obviously if they're listening, they're already to some degree on the level and then they're looking around and they're questioning things at the very, very least. Right. Um, so let's pretend this is their wake up call. What should they do today? What is something that they can do today to go begin to prepare for what's coming down the road? Everyone's situation is different. Yeah. Um, and so, I'd say the number one thing is if they live in a city, they need to get out, yeah. find a way to get out. And that, that's, I mean, the first step is, doesn't cost you anything. Just make the decision. I'm going to get out of the city. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, what does that look like? What do I need to get rid of? And what do I need to bring with me? And then also, where am I going to go? Because what's the point in having a carload of stuff if you don't have a destination? Sure. Don't become a political refugee. Figure out where you're going to go and make some contacts, whether it's through Freedom Cells or people's rights group or whatever. I mean, there are a, a lot of groups that are trying to do the same yep. sort of thing yep. that are out there. And like, we're not gonna just show up in Missouri and hope to buy something. We're gonna network before we even arrive there and have some people to meet with and say, hey, uh, can I come stay at your house for a couple of days and let's talk? Who do you know that might have a piece of property that we can purchase or what's a good area and what's a bad area? Do some due diligence, do some research first. And yes, we don't have much time, but with the tool, the internet, that can be accomplished in a week or two. You can yeah. get a good idea of what a community might be like, establish those contacts, and make plans to travel. Sure, sure. Absolutely. For sure.
So yeah, like I was just gonna say, like I, I uh, fortunate enough where I made that decision a few, what, a couple months ago, a month and a half ago. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get out of the city. I was living literally just in the middle of as downtown as you could possibly be in Eugene, right? And it's just like on one of the main stretches, right on West 11th, right? And just like, oh geez. So anyway, so I'm like, that's it. I'm gonna move out out of the country, and I was looking to move out of the place anyway. And so I was just looking on Craigslist, and I found a little cabin, a little tiny house for, for rent. And I had to follow up a couple times because I imagine, well, obviously they don't have as good an internet. I'm, now I found out, but, uh, <laughs> and no cell service, but eventually they responded. Yeah. Hey, come check it out. So came and checked it out. It's like this perfect little tiny house and, and, uh, right, right in the forest on the river, like, man. So anyway, and, and a huge garden plot. Um, so I'm going to start my hand of gardening this year, yeah. but you know, and, and it's just like what you said, I said, okay, I'm going to get out of the city and and i did and i'm super grateful right now you know just like you said too like i had to get rid of a bunch of stuff and it's like i don't need any of this i don't need any of this and and here we are now i'm just in like a little little room you know and uh best part is well i guess don't tell anybody else but like my old old uh place i was living at they said that i can use that as my mailing address still mailing billing address all that stuff so i'm like kind of off the books a little bit so no <laughs> not anymore but not everyone just heard that but yeah so it's a pretty good deal um <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, so uh, just the baby steps, incremental baby steps. Or, no, I think we're past baby steps, right? Yeah, we got to move quicker than baby steps <laughs> yeah. at this point. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm the one that's feeling real behind on this. You that's know, all right. I, you that's know, all right. I, we're, we're, we're making moves behind the scenes, too. We're doing big things. Yeah, certainly. It makes, it makes you un feel uncomfortable. You, yeah. you yeah. should feel uncomfortable right now. If you that's feel comfortable, deal. you're not really awake or alive. Yeah, yeah, so certainly. And, 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 you, and I'm uncomfortable and we've been doing it for so long i still feel like i'm behind i still i have diesel tanks i need to get filled up i have you know listen and listen listen lists of things to do so become don't become listless literally write it down and try to check them off and one of the main things that we always say to each other is sometimes we'll feel lost we'll be running so fast and yeah. so hard that we're like i don't even know what i'm doing anymore and then we'll look at each other and we're like at least we're doing something yeah yeah. Just keep doing something yeah, until we can figure out what we need to be doing that's even better or what we need to be doing that's even, you know, going to propel us to the next level. But literally just, just start doing something. And that yeah. doesn't mean sitting on the phone and getting on chats and telling each other what we already know. We yeah, don't yeah, need yeah. to hear it anymore. We need to actually do it. Yep. I feel you. You know, we, we kind of have a little thing going on, like spitting the truth and then getting into all the nonsense, you know yeah. what I mean? But you know, I, for me, I mean, to be perfectly honest, like this is kind of part of what I'm hoping to be kind of our path out of the matrix a little bit, like wherever we land, hopefully we'll have enough of a Wi-Fi signal that we can continue to do this show and, and, and keep people up to speed and like hopefully have some financial independence eventually through this, you know, we're very much in the infant stages of doing that, but you know, like that would be, that's a goal, you know, that's a goal for sure. Like, you know, just manifesting this right now, you know, our goal is to like be able to do this full time by like 2023. That's our goal. Right. So we'll see, but who knows, but the world, the world could be a lot different place it's by 2023. So, yeah, you know, I think, I think, uh, the, the more pressing issues are exactly what we're talking about here. And it's totally. you know, what we do is we, we do go into a lot of the conspiracies and what's going on, but I mean, um, but what we always come out with is we need to be in the solution, right? We yeah. need to be in the solution because um, it's, I mean, as we've just seen in this year, uh, it is moving faster than we could ever anticipate. Every week there is something new that just feels like the, the boot is coming down a little bit harder. Mm -hmm. And so it's, there's just, there's, it is the time to, to take charge and 
to make these moves, really. You know, I, I feel really fortunate that I know you two. And that I, I mean, I'm going to make a commitment right here that I'm going to get out there within the next week. Yeah. So I'm going to get out there and, uh, and we're, yeah. we're going to we're going to do it. And we'll, uh, you know, at least that's a start. That's that's something to put on my own checklist. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, Man, so I mean, speaking of just all the craziness going on, like they're they're coming hard from for the guns again, like right now, like like what the I hell? I mean, like, we could get into that, but that's just it's just so predictable, right? Yeah. It just it's it doesn't surprise any one of us <laughs> that, that they're coming for the guns right now, mm-hmm. and the successions of things that have happened to lead to that point. I mean, that's it's in my book, it's just it's 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 the same playbook over and over, right? Yeah. It's just, uh, you, I kind of, you could, you yeah, could predict great. that this part of the playbook was going to happen at this time based on the, the changes that just happened, you know, and yep. without even having to say it, we all know what I'm talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's just, um, so uh, yeah, th- at least we're, that's one area where we, it's, it's, yeah. It's like the bully in the playground. I want your lunch money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's totally. not, it doesn't belong to you and <laughs> I'm not going to give it to you Yeah. Yep. because I need to eat. And, yep. and, and, uh, you know, if you, uh, if you end up fighting against the bully, you finally realize that they're really not that strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember back in, oh, what year was it? I was in a, I was on a school bus and this kid just kept messing with people. I mean, just messing with them really bad. And I just kept getting more and a- more angry sitting in my seat and I just couldn't handle it anymore. So when he started to walk off the bus, I turned around and I knocked him twice, <laughs> black eyed both nostrils yes. bleeding or whatever. And it's, and I got kicked off the bus for like the rest of the school year. My mom wasn't very happy, but you know, Hey, you just got to literally stand up for yourself and you can yeah. be heart pounding. Mm-hmm. Your heart is going to be pounding in your chest when you do the right thing. But you know, it's just, we need to, you know, do it when we have to do it. You know what I mean? It's not like we're trying to pick a fight, you know, cause then we'd be the bully. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not, we're going to defend our children. We're going to defend exactly. our livelihood. And, you know, none of us are non-essential. I'm essential because I was born and I was born from God. And, you know, yeah. we're all essential we're and we're all free. beings at this time selected to do this. If you're watching this video, you're obviously one of the few chosen yes. ones. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. For sure. Yeah, so, sure. I've yep. said since... Just since we started doing this podcast and just uh, since COVID hit and all this stuff, like I just feel like um, I've had spiritual guide pa- guideposts just like all over the place. And I feel like you guys are one of them in, in my own personal life as well. Like the, the path has illuminated itself where I need to go to, to take care of um, to take care of my children. Right. That's that's the most important thing. Right. Like because it's it's one thing like, uh, you know, you look at the uh, the 20 somethings that just they they kind of they're the other side, right? They almost feel like we're fighting against them, right? Like they're, it seems, but it's, it's us with children. Like it's when you have children and you're looking at what the world is going to be. And like, that's really important. It changes my perspective on everything, right? Like what my children are going to get, like I have to fight for everything to give them a good life. And right now, like what, (laughs) what they're trying to offer us is not a good life for anyone. Hmm. So yeah, it's slavery. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's far beyond the credit card debt and the mortgages. Yeah. It's flat out slavery. They want to own 100%. you. They want to control everything you do. Yeah. And we're just saying, no, I do not consent and I will not comply. Yes. Yes. And oh. the more you exercise your no muscle over and over and over again, sir, you need to wear a mask. No, I don't. Yes. Well, yeah. you have to leave. Okay, fine. I'll spend my money somewhere else. Yes. yes. Don't yeah. fight him. Just, yeah. I'm, I'm done playing the game of trying to fight these people. You know, it, it's like the, 
it's like the convenience store that I walk into, and every time I go up to the counter, they say, next time you're going to have to wear a mask. And I say, okay. okay. And then the next time I don't. And they say the same thing every single time, and I just keep saying, I understand. Okay, next time, next time, next time. Love they just it. keep saying, no, I'm not going to do it. I won't do it. Oh, man, I love that. Exercise love your no muscle. Sure. I wrote that down. That's a great yeah. one. Yeah. Man. Good. All right. So what else have we guys? What else have we got, guys? What else did you want to get into? Anything in particular? There's, there's, there's always, <laughs> how much more time do we have we got all the time you need it is it, there's just so much stuff going on it's just beautiful it's beautiful yeah. to actually you know, see people come together see them working it's we call it mess work i don't know if you've ever heard of that but it's matter energy space and time yes. so you gotta utilize the matter get something hands-on use your energy and then and it takes time you know your time is your biggest Mm -hmm. asset right now like do not waste your time because that's what we have to our benefit is literally the time that we take and what we choose to do the mess work and that makes you feel so much better people that are depressed that are isolated that feel like they're alone they don't know what to do start doing something like i've said over and over it makes you feel spiritually so much better yeah certainly parents were just here visiting with her his brother and they they all got the shot and we've talked to them about it before and they think that we're the ones that are lost and we just we pray for them. Yeah. But the things that they misunderstand is or that we believe they misunderstand is they think that the government is here to protect them. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Keep them safe. And in yeah. some ways, you know, the military is there to protect us and from foreign and domestic and you know that they're supposed to actually be trying to keep us safe but if you even read the label on the fda the federal you know drug and food drug administration administration, yeah that that is actually proving that they don't care what's in our food they don't care if we're being poisoned over time and if it was their job to keep us safe they wouldn't allow us to eat those things yeah certainly you know they're they're actually preventing us from being able to have our children from being able to have children. You know, the things that are in these shots, you know, even regular vaccines, not even this thing that they're calling a vaccine, the actual vaccines, they obviously aren't trying to protect us. Yeah. So don't trust the government to do anything for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was in the military for 10 years. I, I retired, disabled, retired from the Iraq war. I have, own out me. I've had numerous knee surgeries. I've had back, you know, problems. I have disabilities and I'm 90%. And that is something that I will never be able to get back, but I fought for our freedom. And in many ways I'll do it again, but we can't just lay back and trust that they're going to do anything for us or that they're going to take care of us. You know, that's not their job. They they can't tell you, I'm going to keep you safe. So you have to do this. It's yeah. not reasonable. That's what a parent is for. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And you could just and, look and at the... I'm I was just going to say, not only can they not do it because they don't have the capability, they also don't have the authority to do it. Yeah. But, but at this point, they're just ignoring their own rules. Yeah. You know, there's the rules for them and there's the rules for us. And that's what we're not going to play. We're not going to play that game. We're not yeah. going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Yeah, yeah. I think if you... Anyone who looks at the track record of the government of the big corporations of these regulating agencies. Like they're all like, we, we shouldn't trust any of them. Right. Like, and that's why they, they don't get 
the say, right? That the rule, their rules are not our rules. I a hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. All right. What else? What else we got? Just keep <laughs> cranking. No, you guys, you, know, you guys had a list of stuff. I, I want to hit it all. Well, you know, th there's this uh, concept or maybe it's just this idea that, that the media keeps feeding people. Uh, the, the idea that, oh, well, if only you do this, then things will get back mm -hmm. to normal. Like, like oh, well, uh, two weeks to flatten the curve. Oh, it's only going to be two weeks, and then things will go back to normal. Yeah. And that there have been dozens of little yeah, things. Sure. They just keep saying, oh, if only you do this, then you can have your old life back. Mm -hmm. And, folks, you got to wake up. Yeah. The old life is not coming back. Normal 100%. is over. And the United 100%. States, as, as it existed just a year ago, is gone. Yep. The United States is gone. And I would frankly be surprised if 10 years from now we don't have a, a mirror image of what happened to the soviet union turning sure. into the russian federation sure. where we we may still be the united states in name mm -hmm. but regions will be much more autonomous and the regions that want to you know paint their hair different colors and don't know what sex they are on any given day well they're going to be one one area of the country and then the other area is going to be probably the the you know the central part of the country the, the deep red states that just say no we're not doing it we don't care. Yeah. And so it's, I think the only way that we can get some semblance of normal back is for those of us who are like-minded to get together, to move together, you know, as, as a whole, if we come together, then they can't control us in places like Oregon, Washington, California, New York, all those different, you know, super liberal States, um, they can pick us off because there aren't enough of us in one place. Yep. We have to yeah. band together. Yeah. Interesting. So, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I kind of am leaning towards that. That would be great. You know, I know the whole Civil War. Well, I know there's a lot of debate as to what the Civil War was actually fought over or what it was about, right? But, you know, the, the, the textbook version being like it was to preserve the Union, right? To preserve the Union, to bring, to keep it, to keep the United States intact, you know? But, you know, I, I don't know, dude. I think it's great. Let them have their, their space and we'll just take ours. Like, it sounds wonderful. Like, what do you guys think about that? <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I'm just going to say, I don't think that that's their plan at all. Well, okay. Their plan is to turn it all into their place yeah. and for us to follow their rules. So, so what I think the idea is for us to decentralize and not mm -hmm. be dependent on their rules. Right. So we, we're not dependent exactly. on their system and we, we don't have to follow their rules. Thus, like that's, that's kind of the, I mean, that's the whole idea behind freedom cells. Yeah. And, and I, I think um, that's kind of that again, what I come back to from earlier is just like, that's why, um, you know, um, I've looked to you guys as kind of leaders in this in this realm because mm -hmm. you're so far ahead, and you guys have you guys are not dependent on their system in so many ways, mm -hmm. right? And and that's and the, the next step of that is creating that community where we are all just dependent on one another, and and we're all on like minded, and we're not we don't need the government, so we don't need to follow their rules, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, we are independent in a lot of ways, but yeah. also in a lot of ways. Um, we're very dependent on their systems. And, and one of my biggest concerns is being medically dependent on their systems. Sure. Mm. Because um, I have asthma. I've had asthma, well, ever since. I'm assuming it has to do with the vaccines that I got sure. when I was yep. five, six years old. Because yep. one day I didn't have it, the next day I did. Yep. That kind of thing. Yep. But I'm dependent on an inhaler every day. And if I don't use that, then within about a day and a half, I start having troubles breathing. Yep. And so... I haven't yet found an alternative to that that will keep me breathing. Sure. So I'm dependent on their system to an extent. Um, but the question is, are there enough people in the medical field who could come together in those areas sure. and create the same things? 
Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of it is getting independent of the big drug companies that have these monopolies over all this information and all the, this wealth. Yeah. Mm. And so I, I, that's that's one of my big concerns personally. Um, other than that, I'm in good health. So yeah. find a way to keep me breathing and I'm, I'm good to go. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, man. Yeah, that'll be certain. I mean, we're going to need, you know, every aspect, you know, uh, people in the medical field. I mean, we're going to need anything you can think of. We're going to we're going to really need those needs covered. So um, that's why it's going to need to be uh, large groups. Right. Like we this this is not a, a solo effort. This has got to be, you know, hundreds of people, really, you know, just just to just to. Yeah. Yeah. A couple million. I mean, yeah. Trying to figure out if we made nettles for a long time and tried to figure out ways to develop pathways so that he could breathe. But there's a lot more than just, you know, us that need different medical equipment and stuff like that to just to be able to survive. And so like minded people being able to make our own medication one way or another or get, you know, a a more of a freedom organization that's a medical establishment. You know, they should, we should be able to form, you know, our own pathways through the bureaucracy and through the lies and, and be able to actually set up systems that believe in each other and believe in, you know, keeping people alive and healthy, you know, without, you know, being charged, what was it like $400 for an EpiPen? You know, so things, things that are just all about the money, you know, the, the love of money. And it's not about, you know, people being able to, you know, survive through, you know, the epi- epigenetics and stuff like that, the changes mm-hmm. that just occur naturally <clears throat> that we don't know exactly why, you know, but we still need to survive with the medical conditions that we have. So, yeah. Well, and, you know, I think uh, certainly we'll need people in that knowledge, but I mean, we, Big Pharma is also probably the, the the worst of the worst, I would say, right? So um, so I, what we find often is these these treatments that we've become dependent on that there's there are natural things. So we, we need healers that know these things. I, I'm I'm not saying I know one for asthma, but but you know, generally you find these these drugs that they have, they came from something natural at some point. So if we have people a lot of people in the healing community, the more naturopathic, there are other solutions too. And I'm not necessarily offering the solution, but you know, um I certainly those are the kind of doctors I tend to go to today, right? So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just found out today that um, restless leg syndrome is helped quite a bit by quinine. Really? Mm. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You Every day we learn something new yeah. about some other condition that can be healed by some other, you know, there was a leaf or something that, that killed some, um, like an infection in somebody's sinuses that was preventing them from being able to talk. Yeah. And they literally ate some different kind of lettuce and they ended up killing this infection and then they could talk again and they hadn't talked in like eight years and nobody knew how to how to fix them and all the antibiotics didn't work yeah it was this weird natural thing that you know protected them and kept them got them back into the society you know Yeah. Well, and that, that stuff is generally, uh, outlawed as soon as they find out that it works, it, they outlaw the natural cures. Right. So we need to get outside of that system for sure. So, yeah. I, I think something to mention, um, if something that a place where I get a lot of my information from is YouTube and I mean, considering how badly they, they censor people yeah. that that's, uh, not the greatest source of information in the world, but 
um, a lot of the things that that I certainly say and think have have come from a lot of those uh, sources. Uh, listening to them daily is kind of an inspiration yeah. to, to kind of keep going. Yeah. Uh, and I, I thought I'd, I'd mention a, a few just in, in case anyone is, is interested in maybe delving deeper into sure. uh, the preparedness mindset. Yeah. Um, the, the first one is bear independent. And um, TJ Morris uh, has literally thousands of videos that he's put out over the past couple of years. And um, and the most at the most basic is something that he calls the prepper classroom where he literally is standing there with a whiteboard and saying, okay, today we're going to talk about water. Here's yeah. a dozen sources of water. Here's a dozen ways to fix it and, and make it drinkable. And this is what you need to be thinking and how much sure. you need per person and on and on, like a very textbooky kind of thing. Um, and, and, but then he also gets into, um, he gets into everything, but that that's for, for the, someone who's just starting out and sure. saying, I need to do something and I don't really know where to get information and I don't have time to sit down and read a book, throw on the prepper classroom and it'll give you a, a great uh, a wealth of information on just some ideas of things that you should be doing. And then you can dig deeper into different subjects sure. uh, with, with his other videos. Um, another uh, source of, of information is Viking preparedness. Um, and he, so uh, Pastor Joe Fox is the, uh, is the pastor of TJ Morris. And so they're closely related in that. Um, he's uh, Pastor Joe Fox is a uh, former special forces with the army. He knows some stuff and it's really fascinating to hear him talk about all manner of things, not just the tactical stuff, but also the homesteading stuff and the community building stuff. He's been doing intentional communities for 40, 50 years, something like wow. that. I think he's wow. in his, I think he's in his early seventies, something like that. I could be wrong about his age, but th he spent his life building mutual assistance groups. And so great source of information for that and then finally speaking of, of medical uh, there's a lady who calls herself patriot nurse um and she is uh deeply spiritual um but at the same time uh, just full of information not just about medical but also awareness of what's going on in the world and how you should be using uh your your natural god-given power yes. to, to uh, basically drive evil out of your life yes. it's absolutely fascinating and so any of those folks, um, they're, they're very prolific. They're okay. very well spoken. Um, the stuff that they do is not overproduced. And so it's in a lot of ways, it's like sitting down and having a conversation with them. You know, they'll do live streams and they'll just, they're just hanging out. And uh, TJ Morse, a bear independent, he's sitting on his back porch with his wife hmm. and smoking a cigar and having a glass of whiskey and talking about the, the day that he had. And people are asking him questions. And oh, well, in my experience, when you try to build it, a hydroelectric setup. You need to do this, this, and this. And I was in the power industry and I was building tur wind turbines and really it's not worth it because you, you just, you spend so much money on the materials that by the time you're, you're finished, you don't get enough power out of it to make it sure. worthwhile. Yeah. Like the, And so just really fascinating folks to listen to. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I wrote those sure. down and I'll definitely look them, look them up and I'll put them the in the description links. here. Yep. 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 Yeah. Awesome, man. What do you got, Eddie? Uh, I'm I'm good. I mean, I, I just want to thank you guys so much for coming on. You know, yeah. um, I you, like I said, I'm going to stick to my commitment and uh, get out there soon and bring my bring my kids. Um, and good. you know, I mean, I, I I I think this is the answer. And we've said that since we met you guys. Like, the, yeah. And what we're at right now, we're at the stage where we need to get into the solution because yep. um, if not, it's the they're going to give you their solution. <laughs> yeah. That's that's where we're at, right? So. Um, yep. 
Anyone that's inside the area yes. that listens to you guys, yeah. please become an Alcee Valley Gleaner. Yep. I mean, I might not be able to get you food forever, yeah. but I can get you food right now. And yep. everyone's pantry needs to be full. And right now, I have food that's in the way. Yeah. I can get more food, and it's pretty much free. But you know, for the thirty dollars a month, and get an application. We can get you on, you know, Telegram or on Messenger, whatever, either way you want. But Alcee Valley Gleaners, give us a call. Ask Scott how to contact yep. us, whatever. Yep. And get to us and get your van full or vehicle full and bring it home and fill your pantry. That's Absolutely. what you need to do. Even if you have to move out of the city, at least you know you have enough food for months. Yep, yeah, exactly. Certainly. So how do we get a hold of you guys? What's your guys' website and all that? Well, the website is pretty old. I haven't updated it to, right. since 2017, but it's org. Okay. Um, you can send us a private messenger message under Amber Hayden is my maiden name, H-A-Y-D-E-N. So Amber Hayden, you know, just a messenger message. Um, I can respond to that and give you a link and stuff like that to fill out an application. But I mean, I can give you the address. On Thursdays, you can come out to 18889 Haynes Road in Alsea, Oregon on Thursday. Fill out an application there, pay your dues, your shared maintenance contribution, and fill up your vehicle. There you go. Then we can work on like what you can do to contribute. I just had a lady from Roseburg come. She's literally taken home five gallons of aloe and five gallons of glycerin, and wow. she's going to start making uh, soap for us. Wow. We really it. have a lot of uh, assets, but we really need to like get you there to figure out what you can do to help, even from a remote area. Come every month or come every three months, but start coming and helping the entire community. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. And if someone is too far away from, from Alcee to travel, we get that. Do something with the people in your area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, we, we go to these these meetings looking to network with people and we keep putting it out there. You know, you know, you need to come network with us, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be networking with, with, with each sure. other yeah. and doing doing things and and post it to the telegram chat. Yeah. Let everyone know, hey, I couldn't make it to Alsie, but I went out to so and so's house and uh, we went out to the range and we learned how to do this and that or whatever. Do something. We need to all be doing something. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Yes, and agree. I would say, you know, like we keep saying on the show here, like, like go find your freedom, local freedom cell. Cause I know it's a worldwide movement. And if you don't have one in your community, start one. I mean, that's what we did. Like we started this one and like all, like if you build it, they will come because there's a lot of people out there looking for it. And I think a lot of people go far so far as to look at the website and they see there's not one in their area. And then they're like, Oh, well, you know, I guess I don't deserve to be free or something. So it's like, no, do it. If you build it, they will come. I guarantee. I promise. You know, well, you need to bring your tiny home out to Alcee or out to the 270 yes. acres and figure out if that's where you want to be, because Man. we're trying to we're going to need a lot of people out there to manage that much land. Yeah. You know, I mean? we want to build we some cob houses, too. Yeah. 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 Cob houses. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, man, I gotta figure out a way to have. We gotta figure out some some sort of revenue stream, and then we can do it, dude. I'm, yeah, but I'm ready to sure. walk away from it all, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm this close. I'm this close, dude. Yeah. I swear to God, every day, like if I see another person wearing three masks, I just, <laughs> I'm just like, I need, I need to live in the woods, man. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this yeah. anymore. What That's was it? So yeah. Oh yeah, I had a person over the weekend. Uh, went to the coast and uh, walking through Fred Myers, no mask on, right? And this person was at the self checkout, like triple, like double mask at least. I'm sure they had several others hidden underneath there too. You know what I mean? And going through the self checkout and looking at me like, 
oh my god oh my god how is that person allowed in the store <laughs> just like screaming like 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 making a huge scene and i'm like oh my god i kept walking as i was leaving right i heard that behind me the person walked behind me was like i hope you get covid and die and i was just like screaming across the store and i'm like wow, wow. okay that's great that's great so i was out in my car you know and then uh, i saw them walking by to the parking lot and i was like hey have a nice day and they're like fuck you and i was like oh my god i was yeah. like well, i was like hey come here come here let's just have a conversation like tell me something i don't know educate me tell me something that i don't know and they just kept walking anyway so that was that. it's like the possessed yeah possessed by yeah, the yeah. devil they yeah. literally go into convulsions they're gonna start yeah. like foaming and just like i'm the devil i'm the yeah. like, yeah. well, i mean they kind of are though i mean it's that they just believe everything the media tells them right yeah. If you believed everything the media told you right now, you would be scared as hell, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Literally demonic possession. Yeah. I swear to God. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Any any final thoughts, you guys? Raise your family with love. Okay. Like you just did. You just were so nice to the, that stranger. Yeah. Just yeah. don't waste your time fighting anymore. Yes. Don't waste your time yes. fighting. Don't try to change people's minds. Don't be mad that they don't understand you and that they won't listen to you. Just literally walk away from them. Tell them, have a good day like you did, Scott, and get on with your life. Yes. 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 I'm going to, I'm going to apply that to my life. No more Twitter, no more Twitter, Twitter battles with, yeah. Yeah. They're doing it on Certainly. purpose. Exactly. Yeah. They're doing it's, it on purpose. Divide and conquer. They're wasting our time on purpose. Yeah. They're trying to kill us just by wasting our time yes. to make sure that we're not ready. So even if we don't get a virus or get the vaccine vaccine, they're <laughs> still just trying to Therapy. not have us ready in time. Yep. Like, don't let them waste any more of your time. Wow. Yeah. I love that. It's kind of like, like trying to talk to some somebody who professes to be deeply religious and try to convince them that God isn't real. Yeah. You, you can't do it. Yeah. I mean, try talking to them more and, and tell them that, oh, yeah, those guys, it's a cult. And and they, they won't believe you. They don't want to talk to you because and it, COVID is the same thing. COVID is a religion. Yep, it yep. is no longer a condition. It's a religion. Yeah. And wow. it's been created. And we just have to recognize it for what it is. And sometimes people come out of it, sometimes they don't. And, you know, it's heartbreaking to watch people that we love that just have kind of sucked it all in and they're like, yeah, well, I guess I'm going to get this thing and, and, and it'll be great because then they'll allow me to fly again when I still have to wear a mask, you know, whatever. It's just, it, they're, they're so caught up in it. It's so brainwashed. And all you can do is present the truth, Yeah. you know, yep. show them the light. If they refuse to follow it, well, you try yep. and, and don't get so caught up on, on those that you failed to help. Get, you know, celebrate and rejoice in those that you can actually succeed with. Yep. You know, and, and you had all these friends. We, we have people that we considered really co- close friends a year ago, and now they yep. won't talk to us because we won't wear masks. Yep. It's that simple. It's that stupid. And they think we're the devil because we don't wear masks. Yep. It's like the chip, though. It's like whatever the chip is or the mark of the devil. It's it's at that point. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It's something that we're not going to be able to change their mind. And it's they keep making excuses of, well, I won't be able to go to work if I don't do that, or I won't get um, my stipend from the government, or I won't be able to see my kids, or I won't this or that. And there's so many reasons why you're going to do it. But literally, it it's whether, it, whether the vaccine is the mark of the devil, or whether it's the next thing is the chip parties, or whatever, or any of that, you've got to just start using your no muscle, and yes, just yes. no. Yep. 100% no. agree. 
hundred percent agree. No. Yeah, we've we've stood up against Good the masks and, no. yep. and all of it since since it began. It was pretty obvious. But yep. um yep. Uh, well anyways guys, thank you guys so yeah. much for coming on and thank you for, for being you Good and pleasure. doing what you're doing. Yeah. Really, you guys really. are you very guys, inspiring. Yeah, I know you, you inspire are, a lot of people. You guys are a big part of like yeah. hopefully helping a lot of people find their way out of this thing right because because like i don't think i'm alone I, there's a lot of us that know what's going on but are feel a little helpless right but but like knowing people like you i know there's at least somewhere i can put some action in and start moving in the right direction yes. you know so so thank you guys all right sweet all right and guys John, thank you thank you we'll see you soon okay thank you, thank you guys all right peace okay peace Oh my God, dude. Hell I freaking yeah. love them, man. I love yep. them so much. I feel like we are so blessed to, yep. to know them and yep. to like have them in our area. Yep. And I hope, I hope that you guys have someone like them in your area or yep. you are that person in your area. Absolutely. Right. Cause if, if you don't have that, then make it happen. Yeah. Here's the roadmap. Yep. You know, the, the reality is though, it's, is this stuff is not slowing down. We need to be picking up the pace because, um, I know I don't want to end up in a smart city. No, dude. And and that's the thing. is like if you don't have like a year's worth of storable food, if you don't have like uh, the ways and means to like escape and rally with other people. And, you know, I'm just starting to get there myself. Like I, I probably I don't know if I have a year's worth, but I have a pretty good amount of food stockpile like this stuff, man. Like it's getting real. It's getting real. Yeah. I hope that you'd find like whether it's like freedom cells in your area. That's probably the best way I, I, yeah, I would imagine. I, I think it's the best. Freedomcells.org, man. Look for one in your area or start your own, man, because yeah. it's getting crazy out there, dude. Make that community because we're going to yeah. need one another for sure. Yep. But uh, thank you, John and Amber. You guys yeah. are amazing, and we'll be seeing you all soon. And I have a commitment to follow through now. Yep, you do. And, uh, to get yep. out there myself. So uh, hopefully sure. I'll be out there here real shortly and, and get my kids out there. And uh, yeah. And, and you know, life, I think, I think there's as much as there's some bad things going on there, there is hope. There's hope that there are, are good people out there that are also uniting in this and in starting a, a, a different kind of way of life, a better way of life for our children. So. Totally. Anyways, guys, thank you. Oh, guys. Just real quick, real oh, quick. Oh. I just want to throw in real quick. So uh, another one of our friends, um, Marshall and Michelle from uh, we met at the Freedom Cells. They just wanted me to do this quick little reading here real quick. Um, so uh, we're talking about makeamericansfreeagain.com. Make okay, so this is a, an initiative being initiated by Pamela Popper and her lawyer Tom Renz. And what they're doing is they're bringing the fight to the courts, but they're taking a whole different perspective. They're basically saying that, you know, number one, there is no pandemic. Two, the statistics being used to justify all the shit is uh, completely manipulated and that um, all the local or all the, all the health authorities, governors, everybody are complicit in fraud and criminality. Yes. And so they're, they're trying to expose that. Um, what they need is you to go to their website to register um, so that they can divert their legal resources to our community. So in Oregon, um, one of the eight danger states, right, um, which includes Oregon, Washington, California, Illinois, Virginia, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, and New York. If you're in any of those states, please go to makeamericansfreeagain.com. Sign the, um, let's see, what do they call it? Sign. It's not a petition. It's a grassroots ballot. If they get 10,000 signatures, they will divert their legal resources to your state to try and help you get out of this mess too. So anyway. And, and just to be clear, like the reason why this thing has the ability to be 
effective or to, to make change like so many other lawsuits that have failed is because most of these other lawsuits were all about like a, a civil rights case. Yeah. And this, this they're, they're basically saying the pandemic and all these things aren't real. So what's going to do is going to force them to provide discovery. Yeah, that's it. And, and that's what this is all about because yeah. we know that this thing is paper thin bullshit that they're, they're trying to ride the whole pandemic on. They're going to have to bring that to the case, to the table. If they don't, then they're in violation of the courts already. Yep. So, so they either forge things and, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's their only option is try to forge documents, yeah. right? Burn documents. Oh, we lost yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And you know, they don't give a shit about sure. your civil rights anymore. Like, yeah. oh my God. So, so anyways, yeah. uh, please support that. Please yeah. help yourself by helping them to help us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyways, thank you guys so much. Thank you, John and Amber. Yep. Uh, love you all much. Megan, we wish you were here. We hope yep. to have you back soon. We love yep. you. And with that, I'd like to wish you all intellectual prosperity. Good night. Beep, 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 beep,